Well, blessing saints, so good that you've joined together with us today. I'm Dale, and we're continuing to look at uh, some things that the Lord has said, which is quite a bit of things that he said, uh, related to what's going to happen in the end days. Of course, we haven't got there yet. We're going to be looking at Matthew 24 and 25, the Olivet Discourse, but we're actually sort of setting uh, the context of it, and we're looking at what happened with Jesus, because at the beginning of Matthew 24, you see Jesus coming out of the temple. Well, what happened in the temple? And we're finding that out. We look at uh, chapters 21 and 22. He comes into the temple, and he's confronted with all sorts of things. The people are saying, uh, the religious rulers are saying, well, by what authority do you do this thing? Okay. And then the Pharisees sent out a group of people uh, with the Herodians, and they showed him a coin and said, hey, is it right for us, to, uh, lawful for us to pay a poll tax to Caesar? And that's when Jesus came back with that, that great, great line when he said, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God. And the people were amazed. And uh, the ones that were trying to set him up, the religious rulers, were getting very, very frustrated. So we're in Matthew 22, and in verse 23 we read this. On that day, now this is the same day that the Pharisees had just tried the tax thing with him. Okay, On that day, some Sadducees, and then parenthetically it says this, who say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus and questioned him. Now, let me just say this very, very quickly. You have different religious groups here, and you can sort of see some parallels between what we see today. Uh, the Pharisees uh, often get a bad uh, rap, uh, as they should because of what they did and what we see in the Scripture. There's very few positive things said about them. But they overall were the ones that did want to adhere to the truth of the Word of God. Okay, They adhered too much to the traditions of man. But they were what we would basically call the conservatives of the day. They believed what God said. The Sadducees were the liberals. Okay, we would call them liberals today, uh, politically speaking and religiously speaking. Because that's the reason this little phrase is put in there, who say there is no resurrection. So they are key leaders. Many of them, they were often in the majority, uh, of the religious leadership of the nation of Israel who were denying that there's any form of resurrection. So they come to Jesus and they question him. Now, what's interesting about this is they question him with a question about the resurrection. And so that tells you from the very beginning that their premise is being used to set Jesus up and to trip him up. So listen what happens here. Verse 24, they were asking, Teacher, Moses said, If a man dies having no children, his brother as next of kin shall marry his wife and raise up children for his brother. So they, they quoted straight out of the law, out of what Moses had said. And they continued, verse 25. Now, there were seven brothers with us, and the first married and died. Now, let me just stop here a second. I find this interesting because the Sadducees, they were very, very smart now. They decided to come and speak to Jesus in the way that Jesus had been speaking to them. He'd been talking to them with parables speaking to them in parables. So now they come back in a parable-like story with him seeking to entrap him. So now there were seven brothers with us, and the first married, and he died. And having no children left, his wife to his brother. So his wife was left to his brother because he had no children. Verse 26, so also the second and the third down to the seventh. Last of all, the woman died. So the picture is this woman married Apparently, an older brother, he died. The next brother took her because they had no children. He died. 
the next brother took her because they'd had no children, all the way down through seven brothers, had no children with any of them. And then they asked this, in the resurrection, verse 28, therefore, whose wife of the seven will she be? And then I love this last little thing they said, for they all had her. Can't you just hear the dripping, snarky attitude and lips? Again, they said, in the resurrection, therefore, whose wife of the seven shall she be? For they had all had her. In their story, they had all had her according to the law, and there was nothing evil and nothing sinful about it. But they were treating her literally as a lady of the night because of what she had done because she wasn't able to have children. Look at what Jesus said. This is verse 29. This right here is one of the most profound verses in all of Scripture, at least in my mind. This is a verse that we, as a body of Christ, absolutely must hear, must understand, and really walk in repentance before. Verse 29. But Jesus answered and said to them, You are mistaken, not understanding the Scriptures, nor the power of God. That right there would have caused an E.F. Hutt moment. There would have been total silence. These folks knew the scriptures better than we could ever imagine, memorizing huge portions of it, spending hours and hours and hours every day, except the day of the Sabbath, studying the scripture. And Jesus tells them at the very beginning, you're mistaken. How are they mistaken? You don't understand the scripture. How else are they mistaken? You don't understand the power of God. I think that's a major problem within the body of Christ today. I think it's a major problem in most of our churches that we are mistaken because we don't understand the Scripture and we don't understand the power of God. There will be places where the Scripture is taught a lot and is preached, and hallelujah, that is wonderful, okay, and that's great. And they have tremendous understanding of it, but they'll deny the power of God. There's other places where the power of God moves because the people trust the Lord, they believe by faith, and there's amazing things that happen, and yet they don't know the Scripture. I think that what's going to be happening in the end times and the end days, which we are in right now, is that there's going to be a coming together of the Word of God, the Scriptures, with the power of God in a way that we have never seen before. And I mean that even including the first century church. I believe the Lord desires to do that if we would simply let him. Now, let's finish the account here. Verse 30, Jesus continues on, and he clarifies it. For in the resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. So he's sort of given us insight of what it's going to be like when we get to heaven. But then he deals with what their real problem was. Verse 31, he continues on. But regarding the resurrection of the dead... In other words, I know that you guys don't believe in the resurrection from the dead. So let me just clear this up for you. Regarding the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was spoken to you by God? Verse 32, I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. What could the Sadducees see? I mean, what could they do? Because what Jesus just said, he quoted the scripture back at them. And the scripture says, hey, I am, and that's the Lord God, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. He didn't say I was the God of them. He said, I am. 
And he says, God is not the God of the dead, but he's the God of the living. Jesus is saying they are still alive. What was the response? Sadducees had been silenced. You'll see that in a couple of verses next time. Verse 33, when the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. The purpose that these religious rulers were going for was trying to set Jesus aside, trying to trip him up with his words. But the more they did it, the more the people fell in love with him, the more in awe of him they were, the more they saw that he spoke the truth. Same happens to us today if we pay attention. Okay, I tell you what, let's not be like these folks. Let's not be as they were who were mistaken, who did not understand the scripture nor the power of God. Learn the scripture, know the scripture, move within the power of God that he is releasing in in your life and watch what he does. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for being with me. I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.